Welcome to Faith Sad World, where we discuss all things mental health, culture, and wellness. In today's episode, I have sat down with my dear friend, Dorsa Sajadi, who is also a makeup artist and the account executive producer for Too Faced. Dorsa has worked in the beauty industry for such a long time, starting at Sephora and working her way up all the way to getting an awesome position at Too Faced. She has traveled across the country, going to Toronto and other places such as Miami for the company. And I just feel as though she is one of the most awesome people to have a sit down chat on all things beauty. So if you are in your car, pay attention to the road, but listen up. And wherever else you're listening from, stay tuned, grab a snack, some popcorn, whatever it is. This is going to be a good one. And honestly, you guys, the one thing with Dorsa is that she has literally worked at Sephora since the beginning of time. She's She knows the ins and outs, which means she has seen it all. All the makeup products, mm-hmm. all the beauty products, all the fragrances and stuff like that too, hair yeah, and everything. Yeah. And the other thing is you are also the account executive <laughs> at Too Faced. Yeah. Oh my for gosh! BC for BC. Yeah. Though the awesome thing about it is you literally travel. Like you've traveled to Miami. Yeah, we for we do conferences like across America and Canada. But yeah, oh, it's amazing. a super super exciting role to be in, and I'm really grateful. Well, thank um, you to be in it. Yeah, <laughs> I almost cut you off. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. Do, being able to do this with you just because one I've known you for so long the fact that I've known you since way we were like nine ten four yeah yeah that's insane crazy that's insane to me I don't even know how many years that would be I can't even count I know right <laughs> <laughs> well so the one thing that I wanted to start off with the one question is what does it mean to be human getting right into the deep you really are <laughs> okay let me let me give this some thought what does it mean to be human i think this can have so many meanings to it for Absolutely. each person and i think it's so personalized um and being human is just like for me owning your authentic self mm-hmm. and as much as you can because I feel like it's hard to own your authentic self all the time doing it as much as you can and not being afraid of being who you are Mm -hmm. is like being human absolutely yeah that's kind of my take on it there's I feel like there's so many levels to being human Mm -hmm. and just embracing the now and being grateful for being able to breathe lived honestly i love that answer and now i really want to know because dorsa is basically artist of the month i picked you for face Side <laughs> world because you are a makeup guru you really are you're really into aesthetics and beauty and just into that entire world and have been since you were so young mm-hmm. so i really wanted to get your perspective there's just no one better to go to yeah 
And with that being said, I would love to know what is beauty and do you think it's a social construct? Okay, so being in the beauty industry for as long as I have been, I would say I have been in the industry for over five years now. Mm. Um, Basically, since I was 17, I got into like working in the beauty industry. But even before that, like through my sister, I was like constantly exposed to beauty trends and like how she would do her makeup and go out clubbing and like do different looks like it was always there for me. Yeah. But it's crazy because beauty is so different for everyone as well. Because one, like, I may think of one thing as beautiful, like, this makeup look I did is, like, so pretty. And Mm -hmm. then someone else might be like, what is on your eyes? But it's, like, for me, I think it's, like, beautiful or, Mm -hmm. like, I think it looks so good. And so I think beauty is a social construct Mm -hmm. right now. I think... um, recently even more so than ever before yeah because I think um people are following the beauty standards that you see from influencers yeah from like people you see on the day-to-day streets you see someone's look and you're like it's good to be inspired yeah I don't want to take that away but it's also good to be creative absolutely and not just follow the basic trends that you see Kim Kardashian or like I mean I love Kim Kardashian's makeup I'd never like not be inspired by her but at the same time like I love looking at like a different makeup artist that's maybe local and does way different looks that doesn't mean that that's not beauty yeah and like or even when like men wear makeup like yeah it doesn't take away that that's still beauty or like when men wear eyeliner like it's cool like it's different it's cool um But for some, like, other guys may be Mm -hmm. like, why is that guy wearing makeup? Or, like, it's not the norm. Yes. So I think right now, like, Instagram and TikTok have such a play in makeup. Mm -hmm. It's insane. And right now, it's that no makeup makeup look that, Mm -hmm. like, um, just everyday, like, glam without looking like you're wearing makeup. Yeah. And so, like, people who wear heavier makeup they've changed their style a lot because they see this trend and it's good it's a nice trend like not to say that it's bad but like when I go to work and I wear a full face of makeup with like full coverage foundation eyeshadow whatever clients might be like I'm looking for a little bit less than what you're wearing and it's like you see the like how trends affect everyone because like when you see what consumers are wanting, mm-hmm. you see they show you a TikTok. Literally constantly, it's like showing me a TikTok, showing me Instagram. Mm-hmm. I want this makeup look, Kim Kardashian. So it's like social media yeah. plays the biggest, biggest role in not just makeup and beauty, mm-hmm. but like everything, like body image and like not yeah. to get too deep into it, no, but get it into really it, does. Honestly. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I feel that one thing that a lot of people don't understand, or maybe we all do, and we just, you know, I I will put myself out there. When it comes to trends and the culture, I love the culture. I love them, and one is because I get inspiration from them when it comes to either makeup looks or even outfits, you know? I'll yeah. even look at Kerwin Frost, and he's a guy for outfit inspos yeah. just because he's so... 
he's just such an individual and I f- wish that more people especially young people that you know in the space developing. yeah developing what yeah. what it means to to be to have aesthetics or you know get yeah. into aesthetics and beauty and all of that and yeah. you know beauty also just runs in style and stuff too so it's not you know just strictly makeup and stuff like that too yeah. so with yeah. that being said I wish that people understood that all these people that when you see them wear one thing and then you copy and paste you're not being individually you and you know if you're really listening to all these people that you admire they will literally tell you be yourself tyler the creator Mm -hmm. he tells his fans stop dressing like me come with your own outfit come with your own style you know and even with makeup gurus and all of that if we go into that sector as well, I feel that it's so cool when individual people do their own makeup looks. I feel that one of the things with culture where we saw the biggest shift in how makeup can just be ultimately trendy mm-hmm. in culture is euphoria. Yeah. Right? That played a huge role. I think just even makeup brands launching like more like colorful, more yeah. sparkly, like way different yeah. products than what they typically would mm-hmm. yeah and the that other, played a huge role absolutely and the other thing that with euphoria that i noticed is it's kind of exactly where you're talking about when you said earlier that we get over trends so quickly as well or trends come and go so quickly in this so generation quickly. it's one week yeah you know yeah. and euphoria that was the best example because everyone was loving it and then yeah. a week later or a month later if you had that type of aesthetic whether like, it was the makeup the outfits yeah. right it was just ugh, over the top yeah like, like you're trying to be yeah, euphoria yeah. right yeah. and so yeah it's just really interesting to think about i i just i guess one of my biggest things is i really hope that people just align with just being themselves more and admire the trends and admire culture for what it is because culture is cool we make up culture all yeah, of us yeah. right and so that's why it's it would be so dope if people came up with their own beauty looks and stuff and i think like going along the same lines i think doing what you're you feel best in Mm -hmm. so if it's like for me if i'm doing a look where it's basic but i feel like the most confident in this look it's my go-to when i'm going out whatever yes then it's like i'm gonna keep doing that not because it's a trend but because I feel the most confident. Yeah. So even if it's like doing a crazy like wing liner, like you feel the most confident in that, do that. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not a trend. I'm totally with that. And really, if you're judging someone for doing last year's eyeliner or, you know, even when you're when you mentioned men as well, I've noticed that more men have gotten into aesthetics with their hair coloring their hair doing designs or nails and stuff like that too that's true and i just really agree that one thing is i feel as though all of us just kind of really need to be accepting because it says more about the person when you Mm -hmm. see them do different things so when you mention the eyeliner thing Mm -hmm. instantly i also thought of you know men doing nails and all of that And it's just like, it says more about the person if you're judging them for being different, Mm -hmm. whether they were doing last year's trend. A lot of times when you go into the creative mode, you 
end up sometimes doing things that are for the future. Mm-hmm. You know, true. I've seen people be so creative, and then even Kim, yeah. right? We have a really good friend. Her name is Kim, and she has gone creative mode with her outfits, and I feel mm-hmm. as though she's worn things that have become trends mm-hmm. after, totally. right? I feel like, yeah, seeing it firsthand, like, is crazy because you see her wear some, like, crazy or bold outfits to us or yes. to me, maybe, because I'm, like, a more basic style <laughs> type of girl, but, like... I love her outfits. Yes. It doesn't, like, take away that maybe she is more bold. I'm like, oh, my God, what are you wearing? No, it's, like, she has her own style. Yeah. Just, like, my basic style is my own style. Like, Kim knows. She's, like, your style is, like, clean, chic. I was going to say it's so put together. (laughs) Like, it's literally your style is, I would say, like, clean girls. Like, yeah. you know that clean girl trend? And they're just yeah. like, oh, you need this? You need this? Like, Yeah, but, yeah. like, even that, that's, like, always been my, like, style or, like, sweat sweatsuits. It's, yes. like, my go-tos. I'm just, like, a casual girl. But you me, look but, bomb each but and every I time. But I feel confident in yeah. that. But then, like, it's cool to watch Kim, like, inspire so many people. Yeah. Inspire trends. And, like, she'll be like, this is gonna be a trend. And then a month later, it's a trend. I'm like, how did that happen straight up she just does her research too and Mm -hmm. she knows but like that's the same with makeup as well like you can totally start a trend and then like one viral tiktok is all you need like literally one viral product and it sells out rare beauty for example that's so true you can't find like now you can but before it was like you can't find a blush anywhere contour sticks everyone comes in asking for the same things it's like (laughs) to tie back social media yeah biggest player in like everything like for our company i always tell them i'm like social media is the biggest thing we need to like always amp out and like push out because it truly has the biggest consumer like um demand back to us yeah well now i kind of have to ask you because i feel as though because social media plays such a key role in deciding what is the trend and what's the Mm go-to i feel as though it obviously does the opposite effect and because it recycles it turns things also into saying that this is garbage or Mm -hmm. this is ugly now Mm -hmm. so I want to know from your opinion what is ugliness to you I don't think ugliness exists Mm. I don't think so I think it's more so um like insecurities yeah and I think people portray their insecurities on others Mm -hmm. and maybe like I think people who are mean to others are portraying their insecurities Mm -hmm. and maybe they're envious Mm -hmm. um I don't think anyone or anything is ugly yeah I think it's a stupid term Mm -hmm. and I just like like I have clients come in all the time and they're like they don't like their skin Mm -hmm. And they're like, I feel so ugly right now. I'm not wearing any makeup. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't look ugly. It's just right now you don't feel your most confident. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. But you're not ugly. Oh, my gosh. Why am I? <laughs> I'm getting teary, you guys. That's, it's honestly so true. And even just from personal experience, one thing that I really deal with or struggle with is acne Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is also in just the realms of beauty Mm -hmm. and so it's really tough because it's skincare and whatnot so of course 
people go into Sephora because yeah. it just has the makeup yeah. and the skincare. Though it's just so tough because when you see things on social media, if I'm, you know, I'm on Instagram mm-hmm. and, and again, no judgment, but when you see the trend is to maybe airbrush or maybe mm-hmm. I feel that airbrush was such an old, that was when I, when we were in high school Phase or so, yeah, like way younger. Yeah. And the thing is that now it comes about in different ways. Yeah. I feel as though one person that made me really confident, this is where I feel social media played such a key key role is when Emma Chamberlain started posting about acne mm-hmm. and then models in the, or in the fashion industry, they started posting about acne. And then mm-hmm. even people in the makeup industry mm-hmm. said, you know, own your acne. Even with Selena Gomez saying yeah. rare beauty, your beauty is rare, yeah. you know? And it's just one of those things where that's it it put this ulterior confidence within myself and I said all of a sudden I'm confident with my acne my acne is beautiful I Mm -hmm. love it though when social media starts talking about clean and clear glass glowing skin skin. that was the trend and I feel like you I still see it every once in a while and that's when I thought oh my gosh I'm ugly here's the thing I have so many thoughts on this. I could go on forever. Because everyone wants that glass skin. Yes. And I'm sorry, but people do not... Like, I would say 1% of the world has no texture on their skin. Everyone has texture. Kim Kardashian has texture. Whether it's, like, fine lines, Mm -hmm. whether it's dry skin, acne, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. people have texture. And if you wear makeup, it's going to show. You can't have glass skin. It's just a stupid trend. I think it's good to have glowy skin, healthy skin, Mm -hmm. but I don't think having that perfect base and canvas, like, defines glass skin. Yeah. Like, I just think it's a stupid term because, like, initially this was, I think, a Korean trend, Mm -hmm. like Korean skincare. Yes. Honestly, they They're genetics. They have great genetics. (laughs) I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. Um, they have great genetics, but like also so many things come into play for women, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to like skin, birth control, hormones, pregnancy, um, puberty. It's just like, there's so much that play into it and just that glass skin look shouldn't be a thing. I completely agree. Glowy skin, all for it. Like everyone can have glowy skin. Yes. But it doesn't mean that your skin has to be perfect to have glowy skin. Yes. Everyone can have it. And it's really all about changing the narrative of what these terms even mean. You know, even I feel that growing up I always thought for me personally that acne was you don't wash your face. Yeah. And so when I had acne in high school, middle school, I was like oh my people are gonna think I'm dirty but it's not it's hormones for me personally right and so yeah I just really hope that in the future and for future generations they kind of just change the concept of what beauty is and also what it means to Mm -hmm. be ugly because I agree with you I don't think ugly exists Mm -mm. with that being said if ugly doesn't exist do you feel that the perception of beauty is universal so within different cultures what is the perception of beauty do you feel that we kind of all as a, as mm. you know one whole human race mm-hmm. look at beauty and go yes that's beautiful mm. no that's a good question um 
I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think every culture has a different definition of beauty. Mm-hmm. Like, even in Indian culture, like, mm-hmm. the women... I don't know if it's this is back in the day or still maybe in India. It's still, like, a theme. But it was, like, women that had bigger noses were portrayed as more beautiful. Wow. So, like, the bigger the nose, the more beautiful you are. And, like... God. But in Persian culture, it's, like... Everyone has a nose job. Not that it's bad to get a nose job. Yes. If you feel more confident, get yes. a nose job. But that is what's seen as beautiful is mm-hmm. small noses. Yeah. So it's like small noses. It's so different, right? Yes. And even like America's standard of beauty is so different than like, say, Asia. Yes. Like it's everywhere has their unique standard of beauty. And I think even like Brazil, when I see like Brazilian people yeah they really embrace their natural beauty wow um like in the face specifically like I no makeup yeah. look at all not yeah. the no makeup you're wearing makeup look yeah just the the, no, like, makeup. no makeup yeah wow. but i think in north america specifically i think um there's a little bit too much pressure yeah on looking perfect yes totally and too much pressure on like being so symmetrical yes just perfect just perfect what is with it who started that you know the other thing I was gonna ask is since I asked if beauty is seen as universal what are your thoughts on makeup because historically makeup was just made and has gone through history you know even in Europe I feel that or I believe you know what fact check me on this but I believe that people would wear like white powder all over their face and things like that and you know in Asia makeup had such beautiful ways of playing out throughout the culture and all that and even in Africa Mm -hmm. the way that they designed it and stuff and I mean it's not necessarily eyeshadow but they would play with different colors and and whatnot and so do you what just what are your thoughts on makeup being universal and have you yourself looked into other cultures by any chance um when it comes to makeup or just more north american style or european or anything i think living in canada you see so many cultures yes. like my clients that come in yeah there's so many different um ethnicities that i help with and i'm not even kidding you so many ethnicities want different looks no. but like within the ethnicity you'll notice there's a trend yeah so like our asian i want to say korean and indian clientele they like their skin to be lighter Mm -hmm. so like when Mm -hmm. we do a color match it's like um going one or two shades lighter is what they like now it might not be the right tone for them like the perfect match but that's how they feel confident yes or like um like if you compare indian bridal to like North American bridal so yeah. different but still so beautiful so true yeah because as a makeup artist if you ever ended up do- want doing a bride's mm-hmm. makeup you'd really have to you have to know what yeah. what they what their expectations are what mm-hmm. they want um I think Indian bridal is so beautiful Absolutely. they have the glam the glitz but I also think like um like North Canadian bridals are also yeah. beautiful. They want that very natural, like, eyeshadow look. Bare minimum. Mm-hmm. It's still beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's what they feel confident in. It's Love like, that. Yeah. So true. The other thing that I wanted to ask, just because 
makeup really is a way to it's, it's an art for the surface mm-hmm. of the skin mm-hmm. right yeah and with that being said a lot of the time some people will use it to enhance certain features which i think is the coolest thing ever yeah when people can contour their yeah. nose you know or just their their cheeks and all of a sudden they have this oh, yeah. sharp jawline what are your thoughts on beauty being skin deep do you feel that it's an inner thing or do you feel that it's a surface thing? I feel like beauty is so deep. Like, yeah. I feel like besides all the makeup aspect of it, just beauty and feeling confident in yourself plays a huge role in everything, like in your mental health, yes, in the way you act towards others, in the way you live your everyday life. Like, it literally affects everything. And I think, in general, people should be more kind to themselves and mm-hmm. to each other mm-hmm. because you never, like, for myself, I never leave my hair natural. Like, this is like. My curly hair, I never leave it natural. <laughs> me too. If you I'm so know guilty me, for that. yeah. If you know me, you will know that I always blow dry or straighten my hair, mm-hmm. damage my hair. <laughs> um, but I have like this natural curly hair, and recently I've been trying to embrace it more. Mm-hmm. But if anyone was like, I don't really like your curls today, I would literally never wear my hair curly again. Yeah, I would just keep it straight, yeah. and that's like a personal thing where I let comments get to me like that but mm-hmm. I shouldn't but if you say something like that or even just like the slightest comment like oh I don't really I don't know how I feel about your makeup today I'd like it hurts other yeah, people and absolutely. like it's not just the beauty from the outside that you see that like hurts inside yes and it I affects agree. them in the future and how they like do things and it's just like um I think even leaving comments mm-hmm. is hurtful. Yeah. Um, I think people aren't aware that their comments um, affect people, even if it's through social media and you don't know that person and you just leave, why are you wearing that today? Or like, it affects them. Are you it's, using a filter? We yeah. Are, we all know you're using a filter, babes. Yeah. Yeah. I never understood like why people leave just irrelevant mean comments because it's like why spread negativity i feel that it just says a lot more about them about them i oh that's kind of my go-to answer for a lot of things when it comes to negativity just because when i've just noticed that the people that have the most to say deep down honestly deep down are feeling some type of way about themselves so it's this form of ego or whatnot or even honestly I don't know if this is a basic answer, but jealousy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel that they have something that you don't. When people judge based off of outfits that someone's wearing or makeup, a makeup look, or even when people judge men a lot for getting into makeup. Also, straight men, let's just talk about that for a second. They, there are straight men that wear makeup specifically for blemishes Mm -hmm. you know i think a lot of people the misconception with beauty for the basic level or a foundation level a lot of people just think oh it's a girl thing to look pretty or whatever and it's not it's literally 
art yeah or makeup makeup is literally art and yeah it's once you once you kind of see it for art it yeah. becomes beautiful when you see it within the lgbtq plus community yeah. right yeah. and when and drag even with queens. drag yeah. they kill it every yeah. time yeah. so with that and then even with again with straight men even just like putting powder over or concealer concealer there we go that's what yeah. i'm thinking of or over a uh, a blemish or yeah. whatnot you know things like that and that is that's the kind of the conversations that i want or i hope that people of the next generation especially really yeah understand that yeah. right i feel the that we're blessed we're old enough to grasp that concept obviously yeah. but younger kids people in high school i want you to know that it's literally art it's not yeah. just what however society makes it seem totally on a basic level yeah, right I agree. Yeah. yeah totally. and so since beauty is definitely an inner thing and i really first off i going off of mental health i really agree in high school i feel as though i didn't really put on that much makeup yeah a lot yeah. and so there would be days where I just wouldn't wear foundation or anything like that yeah. and then I remember one I guess I wasn't wearing foundation for a week or something and then one day I came to school and I was and the teacher said you don't look tired today like for once or whatever I hate that comment that hurt when you said earlier I, that it hurts on the inside yeah. I I literally was like like you remember it to this day yeah and to this day, if I look into the mirror and think, oh, I look a little tired, instantly foundation, instantly concealer. Oh, yeah. Right? I feel like I remember one specific person, not going to name names. Yeah, no names. <laughs> but in high school, I came to school. It was like grade 11 or 12. And I came to school with no concealer on. I always, like, I would every day wear my concealer because my dark circles like yeah. they're hereditary i can't do anything about it sorry <laughs> mine too i'm ethiopian <laughs> um, but the, like i would wear concealer every day and then i was like i was i just woke up late or something mm -hmm. and i didn't wear my concealer and one boy <laughs> decided to be like are you sick today <gasps> i feel like multiple people have multiple boys specifically yeah. girls have never said that to me yeah um but multiple boys have said that you look tired or you look are you sick today mm -hmm. and i was like no why like i would get so offended yeah. and then it's like i, I would think <laughs> i was like oh it's because i'm not wearing concealer and they're like oh maybe that's it My and i'm goodness. like that is so rude but at the same time you know what i really blame it on the culture yeah. for not for not educating young people well enough to yeah. know to to i feel that boys because it's an art form like i was saying earlier should at that point honestly in high school understand those com those types of comments also, are also i think okay. it comes down to being rude <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly. honestly yeah because yeah, because, like, like, eye bags, that's not, that has nothing to do with makeup. That's just, that's just <laughs> your literal raw beauty. That's your raw Maybe beauty. Maybe they were concerned about my well-being if I'm <laughs> sick or not, but I doubt it. <laughs> so, one thing I really wanted to ask you, actually, is do you feel that there should be an age limit for makeup? For Oh, do you mean like age limit as in when can you wear it till uh, yeah, or when, when should you when start? should kids get into makeup? Mm, 
That's hard. And I say that ma- makeup is art, so it's genderless in my in my personal yeah, opinion. Yeah, totally. And so it's just really any the age. I just think of all children. What yeah. do you think? I think that's a tough question because I think it ultimately comes down to the parent. Mm-hmm. But I think if your child is expressing interest in makeup, yes, I think it's like helpful to explore that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe even if it's with like fake make like fun makeup yeah like i have kids come in all the time with their parents and they're like putting pink eyeshadow all over the lid like whether it's like a girl or a boy like whatever yeah Yeah. children you see it and Mm -hmm. they have interest in it like so i think it's fun to explore that but i think as a parent you have to decide when Mm -hmm. you want your kid to like be buying makeup yeah absolutely um but i don't think makeup has an age where you should stop wearing makeup Ah, like i don't think the reverse when you're getting older yeah i think anyone up to any age can wear makeup i love when i have my older clients come in and they're like i want this this and this and they're like full bright lipstick Mm -hmm. like whatever they feel comfortable in i'm all for it i don't think their age matters on what type of beauty look they want Mm -hmm. absolutely and it comes back to confidence yes doesn't matter what age you are if you feel confident doing a specific makeup look or wearing a specific color Mm -hmm. you rock it you know 1000 percent agree with you honestly just everything that you've said is straight facts and i just really align with it mm-hmm. rather than just agree and being like yes 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 yeah. i just yeah i really align with it those answers i would love to know just because we've basically decided not decided but aligned on makeup is art and makeup is about also confidence and beauty is about mm-hmm. confidence mm-hmm. and it's genderless it's ageless yeah. right yeah what is one piece of advice you'd say to someone who's starting makeup, regardless of who they are? If there's someone out there and they literally have no idea where to start when it comes to makeup. And like, come find me. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> High-end, drugstore. They, there's so many things. Even, I remember when I was first getting into makeup, I asked Dorsa so many questions. I'm like, Dorsa, where does eyeliner go again? Dorsa, where does contour go? Or what is contour with yeah. what's bronzer do There's, i need bronzer honestly right? that's like one big thing like when people come into sephora people that aren't like in the makeup like really into it they're newer to makeup um they first thing they say they're like i'm really intimidated right now there's so much to look at can you help me find this this and this yes and right away it's like you need to give them that reassurance that you're you're not alone in that like there's so many clients that come in and they're like just getting into makeup whether they're in their 20s 30s like because makeup is such a trend right now and Mm -hmm. they see the like contouring and changing your face they're like how can I contour yeah and it's a valid question because genuinely it's it like I don't even know exactly how to contour yeah. right now. Like I'm still like learning so much. Yeah, absolutely. Even though I've been in the industry for so long, like you continuously learn. So it's like if you are new to makeup and new to anything, skincare, beauty, hair care, don't be afraid to express yourself mm-hmm. and ask questions. It's okay not to know any everything about makeup. Yes. 
it's okay to want to explore it even no matter your gender no matter who you identify as um be comfortable in your skin Mm -hmm. and do what you feel comfortable doing if you're not ready to step into makeup or beauty skincare everything like that then take it at your own pace Mm -hmm. don't feel um pressured because of social media no makeup is beautiful makeup is beautiful flaws are beautiful absolutely nothing is ugly um embrace yourself Mm -hmm. feel confident in who you are and be kind Honestly, I think be kind be is kind. the one. Yeah, I think honestly, so good. You know what makes someone beautiful on the inside? Like beauty aside, like makeup aside, mm-hmm. genuinely, when people are nice, yeah, and like you see it, yes. Like uh, we were watching Bella Hadid's interview, and like yes. just in general, Bella Hadid, With you ID. see her Instagram, like everything she's nice yeah she's sweet so sweet and she just portrays herself beautifully yeah and that's what you get like what you see is what you get with her yeah and i think just being nice at the end of the day yeah positivity and being nice goes such a longer way absolutely even if you're having a bad day don't be rude to um workers yeah <laughs> that's another thing i want to one go to your lo- <laughs> go to your local sephora or your local any makeup store and any then be nice store. to them when you go there nice too to honestly any store, honestly yeah like totally. i feel like people like recently after covid people just get triggered easier mm-hmm. and get angry but it's not worth no it patience. like nothing is worth throwing a fuss over yeah and yeah. the other thing is one thing that you also have to understand is everyone is at a learning pace. So when you go into Sephora, it's so, or just any makeup store, or you come across a makeup artist or a beauty huh. guru, uh-huh. it's so easy to just assume that they are the best of the best. As if What's the guy that does Kim Kardashian's makeup? Makeup by Mario. Yeah, it's, it's easy to almost assume that they're makeup by Mario. And yeah. I'm not saying that they're not, but at the yeah. same time, they're also at different stages oh, yeah. of their journey within makeup and yeah. beauty as well. Yeah. So even though to you they might have stellar expect expertise, which they do, in their position, they might actually be trying to get an even other level that you don't yeah. know about. Yeah. Right? So just be kind. Yeah. Right? Think, yeah. Especially Sephora workers. <laughs> I mean, I won't. There are some workers that maybe give like a little <laughs> bit of attitude or something. No one's perfect. Like, yeah. People have bad days. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like if you have a bad day, sometimes it portrays onto other people. Yes. Um, but being kind. Yeah. And just um, being yourself. Absolutely. And I really have to say this as well is if you are someone who has a darker complexion of skin mm. regardless of what uh, what culture you come from because mm. skin color is not just for one race like people are literally different shades from different ethnicities so many different shades. right and I, I think of yeah, even for me I watch sometimes I'll watch brown girls that kind of have the same type of color and I wonder yeah. what foundations they use and yeah. stuff too right and so I don't for whoever you are if you're a, a you know, someone who's young with a darker complexion of skin, don't get discouraged and know that there's different types of brands that it's gotten better. It's not where I feel that it 
should be no but it's gotten so much better brands like fenty was p- kind yeah. of the pioneering oh, yeah. right one 100%. and then there's another there's a couple more that really followed that lead of fenty by think, rihanna yeah right now sephora specifically is like doing the whole bipoc um like advertisement where it shows brands that are owned by BIPOC people. Wow, I love that. And so, um, like Fenty obviously pioneered the way for darker skin tone yes. clients to find what they need. And I, I think seen when she dropped that. Yeah, right? for sure. And I think honestly, you see like the clientele for her mm-hmm. is a lot of darker clients mm-hmm. and it's amazing because they feel confident coming yes. in and being able to find something yeah and i think a lot of brands are starting to follow it like lady gaga's house labs just launched and it came out with 52 shades of foundation wow which is amazing that's where we should be moving yes towards i shouldn't be shocked i should be yeah. like wow okay yeah. is there 70 no i'm kidding <laughs> yeah <laughs> but <agree>. like <laughs> honestly it's like that's where we should be at and like when we look for nude lipsticks it's like a nude for your skin Mm -hmm. tone is going to be a lot different than a nude for my skin tone (laughs) yeah and so like it just there's still a lot of work that needs to be done absolutely it's just don't get discouraged i remember when i was getting into foundations and stuff i would walk in and sometimes just see honestly no lie even five shades yeah and sometimes there i was literally i they could have even, like four dark four light yeah. shades and then one dark shade yeah, yeah. and it's like wait it's almost like one size fits all shades for it's the like darker Brandy queens Melville. out there yeah it's like the brandy melville <laughs> of makeup and foundations though the thing is that yeah just don't get discouraged because i just felt that really alienated or that it wasn't for me or yeah. anything like that and it's just such a good thing I feel and it just really empowered right now to just even talk about it because I felt so in the dark about it for so Mm -hmm. long and then just know that there are just so many brands that are really for us and just for the people in general and so try and find brands like that too Mm -hmm. where I try and find brands that are really open to all types of human beings so they you know it's not as if they acquired to darker skin complexions and then they just don't accept the lgbtq plus community you know it's just brands that are just for everybody and for the people just really go to that because and do your research on who you're supporting and yeah support your community too there's so many underground oh 100 right there's so many small makeup brands that need way more attention than Mm -hmm. they get and honestly if you're gonna support like anyone look into um just smaller businesses first Mm -hmm. that helps a lot yeah and i think like there's like like a dior lip oil you can find a dupe i guarantee you from a small business from your city wow i guarantee it yeah because honestly it's just like it's there's nothing special about formulation about high-end versus high-end versus like drugstore drugstore or even just like um small brands yeah small businesses yeah it's um, so true and at least like you know they're making it you know Facts, yeah like you know the ingredients are literally what they're putting in yeah absolutely oh and i was just gonna say dorsa is 
has not made her own product in <laughs> makeup or beauty yet, but as soon as she drops something in skincare or makeup, She's you know. makeup line? Yes. Ooh. I would literally run to that so quickly. <laughs> That'd be fun. You have, if you did, that is the one thing that I'd recommend everyone to get right now. <laughs> because you haven't dropped anything yet, I lastly wanted to just ask, what is your one go-to product either always timeless or just right now oh right now yeah you blush blush is my favorite thing right now even with no makeup just a little bit of blush just makes everything look better yeah or feel make me feel more confident um blush and then all time, this is blush is current. Yeah. But all time, I would say concealer. Like Ooh, if I had to go on a yes. desert island, it yeah. would be concealer. Because I literally like grew up. Like my sister was like, my sister is <laughs> a little like, she's blunt. She'll tell you how it is. Okay. We love so a real queen. In the sad world, that's what we stand for. <laughs> in middle school, she was like, and she's always been into makeup. In middle school, she was like, I swear it was in grade seven. She's like, Dorsa, here's a concealer. Wear it. And I was like, what's concealer? Like, and she just showed me how to wear it. Yeah. And I, it's like a core memory for me yeah. of her telling me to wear concealer. But honestly, I felt so much better after I wore it. Aww. Even if it was like in middle school and I put like a little bit of concealer on. Yeah. The dark circles, it just made me look more awake. <laughs> like literally. But like. That is one thing I would take on a desert island with me and be fine. So timeless product, concealer, concealer. and right now, blush. Bl- cream blush. Cream blush, to be sure. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. You, you heard, heard it here, here first. first. There we go. <laughs> the people need to hear what Dorsa Sajadi has to say about <laughs> makeup and beauty. I feel like I could go on forever, so... Yeah, that's that's a good way to end it. Um, I'm really grateful for you having me Aww. and being the first artist of the month. So exciting. Snaps and to that. I'm so excited for the future for you. Oh, thanks. And what you'll get up to. Stay tuned, everyone. Stay really. tuned. And I just wanted to let everyone know, wherever you're listening from, wherever you're watching from, that I love you. Me too. Dorsa loves you. And Fave Sad World loves you. We're out.